This morning, just before we enter into the main subject that we're going to be sharing on tonight, what the Lord, the series that the Lord had laid upon my heart to continue on. Just a word that is continually coming upon my spirit, and I will, I'll pass it across unto us. Remember what the Lord said in John chapter 14. When he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Believe in God or trust in God, trust also in me. That is in the Lord Jesus Christ, he's the one who is speaking. For he says, for in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. He has gone ahead of each one of us. He has gone to prepare a place for you. And when he said, if I go to prepare a place, I will come back again. I will receive you. That where I am, you may be also. He's looking forward to bringing you to where he is. His greatest desire and his greatest longing is that you and I, we may be where he is. We may experience him. We may know him. We may behold him. Look even at the scriptures that our beloved ones read, uh, where Liz and Selah read. And you know, it's talking of the new heavens and the new earth that are coming down. And he says, because God himself will be in their midst. They will not even need the sun because the glory of God will be the sign, the light that is shining in that particular place. For God and the Lamb himself, they shall be in the midst of these particular beloved ones that he loves and he cares for. And it is you and I and every other man and every other woman who believes on the Lord Jesus Christ. And he says, behold, I am coming quickly. Now those are his words in Revelation. Maybe we'll read that next week. Behold, I'm coming quickly. And my reward is with me. And my brother and my sister, I want to encourage you to this afternoon. He is not joking or he's not just saying words to please us. It is a reality that he is coming again. And I want you and I that let us be ready. Don't sit by assuming. Make sure that you know that he is coming for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't assume and say that because I had. No. Make sure you have a personal experience and a personal encounter with him. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For he says... He is coming as a thief in the night. Now listen what it is that he says. We read this part and then we go into what we're going to be sharing today. He says in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. These words came upon my heart and says. The Lord is not slack or he is not slow concerning his promise. And we have just heard one of the promises he has told us. I have gone to prepare a place for you. And when it is ready, I will come and receive you. That where I am, there you may be also. The Lord is not slow concerning his promise as some count slowness or slackness. But he is long-suffering toward us. Not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. 
It is his desire and his will that none should perish. That's what he wills and that's what he desires. But the sad thing is that although he wills it, he has also given you and me a will. And he wants us we may align ourselves to his will. And aligning ourselves to his will is less, or that all should come to repentance. Then he goes on in verse 10 and he says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. The day of the Lord when he returns for you and he returns for me. He says it will come as a day, as a, as a thief in the night. In which, now listen, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise. And the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you and I to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for the hastening or looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, that is you and I, and those who believe, according to his promise, I have gone to prepare a place for you, and I will come again. He says, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Praise God. I urge you, my brother and my sister, may you prepare yourself. May you get in, just as we have sung, he is my daily bread. That is, the word of God is my daily bread. Make this word to be your daily bread. Remove it from these pages, I urge you. Remove it from these pages. Store it over here in your heart. Let it fill your eyes. Let it fill your mind. Let it fill your everything. For the Lord is coming soon. And there is nothing that will be able to prepare you for his coming like this word that he has written here. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not a son of a man that he should repent. I don't know why I feel a heaviness within my spirit. As he says that I am coming quickly. And as he says in that place. That the heavens and the earth they will dissolve. It is not a metaphor. It is a reality that he is talking about. That this element the heavens we see. It doesn't matter how high and how far we may go in space. It makes no difference. One of these days they will dissolve. He says everything will melt. Every element. The earth and the works that are therein. So much that we have invested and we have put into the earth. He says it will melt away. That's what Peter tells us in the revelation that God had given unto him. And so he warns us and he tells us nevertheless. You and I, we know his promise. He gives unto you that assurance that if you know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and you have committed yourself to live for him and to live in him and to walk in him, 
you are assured he is preparing a place for me. And he has told us he will bring it down. He will remove this one out of the way, destroy it and let it be burned, and he will bring the new one down. Wherein righteousness dwells, righteousness and godliness. So pursue righteousness, my brother, but my sister, pursue holiness. Because the home where we are going into, he tells us it is packed with righteousness and holiness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as the dear ones read for us, in that particular revelation says, nothing that defiles will be found there. That's why he says, he's not slow concerning his promise. But he is long-suffering. Waiting for repentance of everybody, if at all they will repent. So pray for your brother and for your sister who has refused to repent. Pray for your neighbor who has refused to repent. Pray for the nation, for the dear ones of many thousands of souls who know not Jesus. Because the destruction of that day is coming and it is not good. It will not be fun, let me tell you. Hell is a reality. It is not a joke. It is not a metaphor. It is not an imagination. It is a real thing and a real place. But there is a worse place than hell that is coming upon the sons of men and women. He says there is the lake of fire, but he promises us there is hope for you and there is hope for me. Make a point that you will partake in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and it will not find you unprepared. It will not find me unprepared. I go to prepare a place for you, says the Lord. When it is ready, I will come and I will take you that where I am, there you may be also. Cry unto him that, Lord, I will be there when you show up in Jesus' name. Now let us move on into the series that we have been studying from the time when I started studying. That is, living daily with and in the word of God. It continues to be laid upon my heart to share on this particular series. So I will continue on it today, whichever the direction the Lord leads us. Remember the scripture we have read where it says in John 1 verse 1 to 5. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was, and nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. Then he tells us in Acts chapter 17 verse 28. For in him we live, we move, and we have our being. That is in the word of God. For Jesus is the word of God. He says, in him we live, we move, and we have our being. And as we have been told. Nothing was made without him. Everything was made through him. So what does it mean? And he say, goes on and says, For in him we live, we move, and we have our being. As he says there in Acts. As also some of your poets have said, For we all are also his offspring. You and I, we are the offspring of the world. Or the offspring of God. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. 
and he tells us we are his offspring. You are his offspring, I am his offspring. Thus, as we have said and I say it again, outside of the word of God, life ceases to be. In essence, that's what the Lord is trying to tell you and I. Outside of this word, life ceases to be. He has granted us mercy to have aspects of the word recorded in the scripture. It is like a sign and an indicator that gives us the initial aspects of him. That as we dig into this word, then he starts to grow and manifest himself in us in his own unique way. That is, in the word we find the environment that supports your life and it supports my life. In this word, that's what I'm crying unto you. Take this word. Don't let it be on your shelf and remain there. Pursue this word more than any other, any other thing. You may read other things, but don't forsake this word. There is something unique about the scriptures that have been given unto us by the prophets and by the apostles of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We, the word, in the word we find the environment that will support your life and will support, uh, support me. He says essentially in that particular scripture as we have read there, our makeup or the components or if I may say the materials from which or the materials from which our being is formed, they are derived from the word. Because without him nothing was made that has been made. Everything about you, even your very eye, it is derived from the word. That's what the scripture is telling us. It is not a matter of cells manufacturing themselves as a result of you having been in your mother's womb. There is something that the word is doing through your mother as you start growing in that particular womb. Every particular aspect of you and I, it is dependent, it is derived from the word. Hear what it say, tells us in, in, in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. It's a scripture you know. He says, my son or my daughter, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from before your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And they are health to all their flesh. The word of God. There's something strange about these particular scriptures that the Lord has given unto us. That's why I'll keep on drumming it into our ears and into our minds. Take this word. Eat it. Even if you don't understand it, don't mind. Just read it. Just keep on reading it. You are transferring it into your spirit man, into your inner man or inner woman. You are changing yourself as you let these words come out of those pages and come into your person in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, for we are all his offspring. That is, you, you, we sprang for or we spring forth from the word. We have, you know, we find our being as we emanate from the word. Just the way you see a, a plant, a seed coming forth out of the ground and life, you know, the plant starting to grow. That is you and I. When the word is the base of our very, the word is the base of our very being. And the question that the Lord is asking us is that, you know, what is the determining factor or the determinant factor 
of your progress. What will enable you to continue to grow and to discover your purpose, your fulfillment, and your meaning? It is the word because everything about you and I is hidden in this particular scripture. Whatever is to determine your success, the thing that holds the keys to your success, or to your progress, or to your, you know, to your victory, it is in this particular word. Why not? Whatever establishes your footsteps on the paths of victory, if you want to walk the path of victory and be found to be the overcomer, he says it comes from this particular word. That is there any guarantee about your future and about my future? As we stand and we think and we strive to plan for our future, you know, the issue is, is there any guarantee? That guarantee is found in this particular word and that's why i'm seeking to encourage us live daily with the word live daily with and in the word let it be your daily bread what you eat let it be the water you drink let it be the very air that you breathe for in this word is found the presence of god because he is the word of god he is the word now dietitians tell us of different combinations of foodstuffs you know, that will give us a healthy body. You know, they may, they may prescribe different types of diets, whether it be vegan, whether it be vegetarian, whether it be protein only, whatever it is. And we have read so many books, they are all on the market, you know, leading us on what we should eat and what we should not eat. But realize, whereas we have been given all these particular options, none of them assures us of eternity. After all is said and done, after I get the best diets that there are, still one day I find I've closed my eyes and I'm not looking anymore and I end up being put six feet underground. Why? Because the only one thing assures us of the continuity that the Lord has assigned and he has, he has ordained for us in the, name, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, with all the advancements that we have, we can see for ourselves our hospitals, they still steam with the sick, with the weak, with the feeble, despite the best foods, the, the best nutritions that we have, despite the best medicines that we have gotten, still our hospitals are packed and there is no even room for them. You know how long we wait in the A and E. Why? Because there is no real solution. We are all suffering in all these particular things. But God is promising us something. That as we seek him and as we draw nigh unto him, let this word get into your spirit. Hear what he says in 1 Timothy verse 4 and 8. He says, for bodily exercise profits little. It is interesting how the word of God puts it. Bodily exercise is good. Now don't go saying Paul says we don't go to exercise. No, you must exercise. You must walk up and down to keep yourself fit. Even if you want to go to the gym, go to the gym and keep yourself fit. I've not said you don't go to exercise and you must keep this particular body fit. That is important. But hear what he says. Bodily exercise profits little. But godliness is profitable for all things having promise for the life that now is and that which is to come. That is the beauty of the word. Godliness is found somewhere in this particular word as we read it. 
And as the spirit of God, you know, digests this word in us, it transforms and changes our being and helps us to start becoming like God. So godliness, the nature of God, starts to be revealed and manifest in us because of how much word we store into our spirits. He says, you will find nowhere else, you know, you find no godliness nowhere else other than from the word. Don't think you'll find godliness in what another man or another woman will tell you. It is found in the Holy Scriptures. That is what the prophets and the apostles have given unto us as the foundation. And as you dig into it, the Spirit of the Lord starts to open your heart. And to more of what the Lord has got in store for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear what he tells us in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 and 2, 4. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry the tempter came to him and said if you are the son of god tell these stones to become bread jesus answered it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word or by the word that comes from the mouth of god so jesus shows us that even food which is considered to be most important for the survival of humankind. It is not a priority. The word is the priority. And I urge you, my brother and my sister, live daily with and in the word. Make this word your greatest friend. We love fellowship with our brothers and sisters and we, we, we talk so many things but many times we never talk on this particular word even when we are fellowshipping amongst ourselves. It is good but how, how I wish that you would be able to talk about him, about this word. There's a place where he says, then those who fear the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and he heard them and a book of remembrance was opened before him for those who fear the Lord and who make mention of his name. How often do you make mention of his name in your discussions, in your talk even with your wife, with your children? How often do you talk him with your, with your husband? How often do you talk about it with your friends? How often he says, he listens, waiting to hear, will my name be mentioned? Will they mention me, the word? The word will they speak about me? And he says, whenever you speak, a book of remembrance is open, is written before him for sure. And because he is life, life starts to stream out unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whether you're young or you're old, he starts to do something about your DNA or your, uh, your, your circumstance or your situation for the glory of God. Hear what he tells Joshua. This book of the law, that is this word, will not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. That is the word. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6, you know that one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. How will he direct your paths? He tells you in Psalms 119 verse 105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. 
Waste not your money on motivational speakers. People waste a lot of their money to listen to motivational speakers. Waste not on your money on these people because their value system, it runs on the wheels that are oiled by the principles of this evil world system, which we have been told is coming to an end. And as good as they may be, they are coming to an end with all their principles and whatsoever, but the word of God endures forever. Waste not your money on them. Waste your money on this particular word in the name of Jesus. Seek to know it. Pay whatever it might be necessary to be able to get that revelation of that particular word in the name of Jesus. Our progress is 100% dependent on this word of God. You are not an accident as it follows and you are not a mistake. He says you are meticulously designed and crafted. Why? That is you and I we are according to the original plan. Now, what is the original plan? He says in Psalms 139 verse 16, there are scriptures that we know. Your eyes saw my substance. That is his eyes. The eyes of the word of God. They saw my substance being yet unformed. Even before you were formed into a fetus or a zygote, you know that particular small thing in your mother's womb. He says before even you were formed in that place, you were maybe still an idea in your dad and in your mom's mind. They were hoping for a child. Yet he, the word, he knew you. He had already seen what you're going to be. He says, and he says, you, you know, your eyes saw my substance yet being unformed. And in your book, all, all they were all written. That is my substance. How, even how your finger will be, it has been written in his book. That is in the word of God. Even the days fashioned for me, every single day that has been fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them, he had already written it out, or dead. Uh, you will be in London at such and such a time like this one. And you will be crisscrossing from Philippines to London. And you will be doing ABCD. You know, Dwayne, you will be in London. You will be born in this place. And this is what will happen in your life. He had already written every detail in his book. Live daily with and in the word of God. I hope you hear me. God has not hidden the cords that make up who you are meant to be in a vault that cannot be accessed. It is all hidden in the word. It is all here. If you read it, what happens? It is the same scripture to every person. But when it is assimilated, it brings forth that particular unique you that God had purposed you to be. There's something strange about this word. When Duane takes it, it brings out of him what has been written. When Karina takes it, it brings out what has been written. 
concerning Karina. When Valerie takes it, it brings out what has been written concerning Valerie. When, you know, each one of us, when we take it, it brings up the unique you in the name of Jesus. And in finalizing, remember what James tells us. James 1.25 But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, the perfect law of liberty is the word of God, and continuous in it, you continue in the word, and you are not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, what the word prompts you to do. This one will be blessed in what he does. Live daily with and in the word. It will make you blessed. Wherever you turn yourself, it will make you blessed. There is something unique about the scripture. Very special and last and foremost, last and final, Romans 1 and verse 2, chapter 12, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. We have the basis. The beginning is here. As you read these scriptures, don't despise them. As you read them, even if you don't understand them, slowly by slowly, the acceptable and perfect will of God concerning you starts to come out. Why do I say that? All of us, we can eat the same chips. We buy them from McDonald's or from KFC or whatever. And we share. You take a part, I take my part. But as we feel good, suddenly what comes out? Or that comes out totally different. I come out totally different. It's the same chips that we ate. Najat comes out totally different. You know, Naomi or Rachel, they come out totally different. Why? Because that word has something special that it brings out of you and it brings out of me, making us to be what God wants us to be in Jesus.